It is not about your product, not about your service, not about the company. It's about, do you understand where I'm at right now? Like, have you ever been here? Do you get it? And can you help me get there where I want to be? I want to talk about that and how it relates to you as a leader in this episode. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode. Tap on the follow, plus, or subscribe button, and you'll get two new episodes each week. Thanks for listening to the Culture Hacks Podcast with Russ Hill. So (laughs) this episode is actually a reminder for me. Like I've been talking in the last few episodes about these conferences and events and my, that I've been at over the last month or so. Right. And, and me being a student sitting in the room, taking notes and really listening to other people and what can they teach me and getting back into that place rather than just being the one that's preaching to others or, or teaching others or whatever else, but getting back into the role of student. And and at these conferences, especially this last one that I was at, it just seemed like speaker after speaker and business owner after business owner and leader after leader was talking about, you know what really unlocked it for me? What unlocked it for us was when we thought about or when we focused on transformation. That's what I, I want to dig into this topic because I've forgotten it, you all, like I've gotten away from this. And the reason we created Lead in 30, like Lead in 30, why why did we even call it that? Was because we could transform somebody's ability to lead in 30 days. And yet we've gotten away from, at least in my opinion, I've gotten away from really talking about that. And I, I, I want to get into how this, how this impacts you as a leader, whether you're selling a product or whatever. I mean, how could you not be? right in your role, but you might not view yourself as frontline sales or whatever. You're leading a team. And what does this have to do with you? We're going to talk about that. Welcome in to the Culture Hacks podcast. I'm Russ Hill. I make my living coaching and consulting senior executive teams of some of the world's biggest companies. Find out more at LoneRockConsulting.com. Okay. So you all, um, at this last conference I was at, it just seemed like a common theme and and these are these are successful business owners people that have typically generated or created businesses entrepreneurs or founders that have created businesses that have done over 10 million dollars in revenue so no they're not like a fortune five, like even a fortune 500 company they're not gigantic compared to a lot of the companies that you all that 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 some of you work at that are listening or that you lead and, uh, and yet others of you who listen and are entrepreneurs or business owners or a member of a smaller organization, you think, wow, that would be amazing if we were doing that kind of revenue. So I know I now got people who are all over the map on that. And, and the, the standpoint that I want to approach this topic is about your ability as a leader, whether you own the company or an entrepreneur, you're the founder, or whether you're a mid-level manager of some team somewhere in a gigantic company, it does not matter. 
the the application of the principle I'm going to talk about, the idea in this episode is different depending on who you are and where you sit and what you're trying to accomplish. But the principle is still the same. And here's the principle or the idea. People want access to those that can transform them. Period. Successful people. Like, we're not talking about lazy losers in this episode, right? Or really any episode here, because those are the, if you've got those people on your team, that's a whole nother episode about why. Like, why do you have them? Why do you have placeholders? And why is your business or your company or your team or your policy structured in a way to where you're rewarding entitlement? Like, you know, that's a passion of mine, performance-based pay and hiring people or bringing people on board or working with people or surrounding yourself with people that thrive on being rewarded for achieving things, for accomplishing things. So I'm just going to assume that you're working on that or that you believe in that. We're not talking about the lazy people. That Those are the people like we, we need them off the team, the people that are just here to kind of collect a paycheck and to stay busy during the, <laughs> the day, right? They need a hobby. So they work for us. No, like that. I really hope that you don't have that in your organization and that you're fighting against that. And you're working on that, right? Okay. So we're talking about successful driven people and whether you're leading a team that's around sales or whether you're product development or you're in retail or a restaurant, I don't care what industry or what your team looks like. We want access to people that can transform us, that can improve us, that can help us get where we want to go. And you all, this is why I placed so much value in the leaders that I had early on in my career, every, every stage of my career. In fact, you could, you could say, and it would be accurate that positions and jobs that I sought after doesn't matter the industry that I was in at the time. I, part of what made me want to go for that particular job or that particular role was the leader that I'd be reporting into and their ability to improve me, to get me from where I am now to where I want to be. I saw in that leader an ability or wisdom or experience or expertise or something that caused me to think, oh, they can move me from here to there. And so my question for you is, how much energy or time are you spending on thinking about that as it pertains to the team that you lead? Where are they now and where are you taking them? And yeah, the, what, the, the place you start as a leader is where I'm taking the company or the department or the division or whatever it is. That's my job as a leader. But what motivates the people on your team is, Oh, in the process of taking us to that destination, moving from $100 million in revenue to $500 million in revenue, we're launching this product or opening those locations or servicing these clients or developing that, whatever it is, in the process of you taking the company or the team or the division or the department to that place as our leader, where are you going to take me? How are you going to impact me? How are you going to transform me? And... In, in being able to do that, you all, um, I've been reminded at these, oh my gosh, I just needed this reminder 
that I, and and in the I've, I this is on my mind because speaker after speaker, person after person that I found value in in my my um, time as a student, if you will, over the last month is when I people would say, man, what really unlocked it for us or what took our business from this to that was when we got good at this concept. When we focused on transformation and thinking about our now, what I'm talking about right now is is focused on the customer, but there's all kinds of application on the team, right? So I hope you're processing this and listening to it and interpreting it and receiving it with different applications in different areas. Okay. Does that make sense? And so what they would say is we wanted the customer, the person to understand we wanted to, in fact, one person, um, and I really got a lot of value out, out of what, sh- what she presented on, on stage at this conference I was at last, it, it, last month. And she talked about when I, when we really took off, it was when our, our potential customers and our customers felt like I lived in their closet. Like I was hiding somewhere in their closet, listening to all of their conversations and that I totally got them. I understood them. I knew their the problems they were running up against. I knew the emotions that they were feeling. I knew their dreams and their desires and their possibilities. And I could describe for them and, and their, their, the problems they're experiencing now, the emotions that they're feeling now and where I could take them. I could explain to them what it would feel like, what they would be able to do at the end of that transformation with at the, at the top of that mountain that I'm going to help them scale. And so in our messaging to our potential clients and to our, our customers, I spent less energy. This is what she was saying. I spent less energy focused on the product and talking about it does this and it does that and here are all the things. And I spent more energy talking about, oh, this is where you're at, isn't it? I bet you're feeling this. I bet you're having this challenge. I bet this is what you're experiencing. Oh, and I bet you want that. And I bet you want to feel this. And I bet you wish you were able to do that. And And what she said is when we were good, when she was good at doing that and her company was good at doing it, man, their business just took off. And that for me was like, oh my gosh, in so many ways, I get away from that. And I talk about the product and here's what it does. And here's what we've developed. And here's how amazing it is. And this is unbelievable. And what I need to get back to is the emotion and putting a mirror up. I remember, um, in, in some of our mar- some of the marketing that I was most proud of in our in my media days was when we would we w- w- some of the news stations that I, I um, was on the leadership team of we would do traffic this was when traffic and weather were a big deal you didn't have apps that could share show you that all the time and uh, and so you would listen to broadcast media like a radio station in your car in a major city to know what the where you know which way to go to work because you didn't have Google Maps with real-time traffic right? And, um, and so you would tune into the a radio station to get traffic really often and traffic reports. And we would help, we would help you, uh, uh, figure out how, where to go like that. We weren't just doing little traffic reports to do it. Like we had the best in the business and airplanes and this and that, and a whole team. And we were doing it so often. And, and rather than marketing 
the fact that we did that, we would put the mirror up in these commercials. So it would sound something like this. Lisa's running late this morning and she's got to get her kids to daycare before she gets to work. And she's leaving the house and imagine music playing behind this right and whatever else. And you hear sounds of Lisa loading kids into her car and the sounds of some of the little kids in their car seats. And you're hearing all of this noise in the background. So you feel like you can see Lisa. You're right there with her. And you, so Lisa is running a little late. She needs to get her kids to daycare or drop them off at her mom's house or whatever. And then she needs to get to work. She's got a meeting that starts right at eight o'clock in the morning. And she's not sure the best way to go or what route to take in order to make sure that Johnny or Susie or whatever gets to her grandma's or her parents on time or to the daycare place at time and then to her meeting. That's why Lisa, every morning when she gets into her car, she turns on the radio and tunes it or listens in or locks in or whatever, whatever we said to this particular station. Lisa needs to know that. And Lisa, that's why we deliver traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on the nines. And so it's, it's the mirror. It's, oh, it's this whole concept. We understand her. We know you're there. And so you're Lisa, you're Monica, and you're listening to that. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm in that situation right now. I'm running late. I've got to get my kid to whatever. Oh my gosh, I've got this meeting that's going on. Oh yeah, that's, that's what you do rather than the, the, the commercials we used to run before that were the city's best, whatever we've got planes and the most experienced traffic people and the most accurate information. And we give it to you more frequently. And we do this. It was all about us and the product and the service. And then we shifted to, no, let's talk about Lisa. That's what I'm talking about here. So one application, one reason I'm talking to you all about this is because no matter where you sit in an organization, if you can't connect what you do, I don't, again, I don't care what you do for a living, what, what team you're leading, where you're at. If you can't connect to the customer, whoever that customer is, um, even if you're in, account, in, in accounting or whatever else, like, like your value at the organization is limited. You get that, right? Yeah. And so your ability to think about that and what do we really help the customer do and what's the emotion that they feel at the starting point of interacting with us and what's the problem that they're experiencing and what are we trying to solve for us? And by the way, your customers are likely for some of you internally in your internal in your organization. So can you describe for these other departments or teams or whatever internal for the internal customer, all that? And they go, oh my gosh, you totally, you're in legal and you totally get the challenges that we have. Your value goes up dramatically. Oh, you can get us from here to there, or you're applying for a new job or you're talking to an executive trying to get promoted or whatever else. If you can capture the transformation that's needed, don't talk about you're the most whatever, or the product is whatever, or you're the best at this. No, it's, I get where you're at now. I understand the emotions you feel, the challenges you have, and I know where you want to be and the emotions you would feel over there and what you'd be able to do and what that would look like. Like I can, I've been there before. Let me tell you a story about where at my last job or in the last department or whatever, I was able to do that or for the last customer or whatever else. You get that? You following with me? And the same thing you all, like there are two different applications to this, right? Customer, whoever that is. 
and member of the team. So you're talking to a member of your team and I, you go, hey, I get that you're feeling this or it's a potential hire. Yeah, you're probably in this spot right here. And what you really want is that. And so let me tell you about Mike or Lisa or Johnny or whomever that is on my team and the transformation that, that you're able to help these members of your team. You're able to get them from here to there, whatever that might look like. I don't have a ton of time in this episode to get in and explain that, but I hope I, I really hope you're understanding you're tracking with me on that. So the word that I'm thinking about in this episode, based on kind of the things that I've been reminded of recently, which are so valuable, we're spending time in our company talking about this right now is what's the transformation that we help people with and how much are we talking about it? Versus how much are we talking about the product, the services, us versus them and how we help them get from here to there. And that's what people want. And if I look at the people that I've set up calls with recently, that I've signed agreements with, that I'm uh, that I'm um, going after or I'm pursuing, whether they're a consultant or a coach or an expert or a potential team member or whatever, it's all about this. It's about helping me, helping us as a company get from here to there. I'm seeking people that can transform. The other word I'd have you think about, and this is a whole nother episode, but I don't have time to get to it right now, is people will pay the most or they'll pursue with the greatest urgency the individual, the company, the team, the department that can help me make that transformation the fastest. Speed matters. That's like, that was the whole concept, you all. It's crazy for me to hear someone on stage preach this or person after person and go, my gosh, that was our entire logic behind lead in 30. Was It doesn't take six months to transform a leader. We can do it in 30 days. Don't believe us? Here are all these thousands of people who've been through it that will tell you, yep, it happened for them. Here's an organization that goes, oh my gosh, we've, we, we can't even believe the momentum we've gained. And, and so that was a big reason we named our product, our service, that lead in 30. And I'm thinking we've gotten away from talking about that, but yeah, speed of transformation is really, really important. That's why the company you work at hired you transform them. And are you thinking about speed or have you become entitled? And now it's just kind of the job. And if you are, then your growth curve is flattened and you're just wasting time, which is fine. Well, I shouldn't say wasting time. You're just kind of floating down the lazy river, right? Which maybe you're at a stage in life where you need that. You need a break for a while. That's okay. But if you really want to grow and achieve your potential and unlock the possibility and have tons of impact, then at some point, the next time you pass the staircase and the lazy river, the steps, you'll, you'll get out of it, right? And, uh, and, and you'll, you'll work harder and faster on that transformation. Anyway, I got to run you all. But I wanted to get this episode out because this is one of the things that's on my mind in my time of really focusing on being a student transformation and the speed of that transformation. How much are you thinking about it? How much are you talking about it? I hope that you, I've given you some things to think about that are helpful for you as you lead others. Is that helpful? Hope so. All right. I'll talk to you in the next episode of the culture hacks podcast. 
Who do you know that could benefit from listening to this episode? Tap on the share button and text the link to a friend or colleague or write a post on LinkedIn and tag Russ. Thanks for listening to the Culture Hacks podcast with Russ Hill.